Welcome to the Safe Haven Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. The Safe Haven Podcast is a space for you to be real, raw, emotional, vulnerable, hilarious, and or completely carefree. This podcast offers a space for stories to be shared about the lights and darks, highs and lows of life in a judgment-free zone. Join me and my powerful guests as we dive into a variety of conversations and topics. Listen from where you are, as you are. Think, laugh, and cry along with us, whether you're in your car, in your kitchen, chasing your kids, running your business, caregiving for someone you love, getting a mani-pedi, while you're in the hospital, a treatment center, sitting on the deck, on the dock, or out for a run. These weekly stories and messages will hit you right in the heart, fill up your cup, and recharge your spirits. Happy New Year! (laughs) Hey you guys, happy 2020. I know that it's a couple days in. Let me tell you why this TGIT release, thank goodness it's Thursday, is in fact coming out on Friday because I was stuck in the mountains and I'm not even kidding. We were with minimal clothing, I guess minimal clean clothing, let's get real. Minimal clean clothing, minimal essential resources, and very far away from home for a few days from the 31st until yesterday, which was the 2nd of January, uh, which is when this release should have come out. So I figured actually there are some fun updates from the last few days that I would add into this late release of this week's TGIT and fill you in on how the holidays have been going so far. We can back up a little bit and we'll talk about Christmas because Christmas was so fun. And I know that there was a lot of buildup within the podcast content when I was alluding to Riley getting something super cool from me for Christmas. Now I can actually tell you what it was. Uh, Riley collects and restores vintage snowmobiles. And when I say vintage, I'm talking like the 1960s, 1970s snowmobiles. And has been joking for the last little while about having a vintage snowmobile suit to be wearing on these vintage rides and while he's on these vintage sleds. So I did some research back in October and November and I found a 1968 Polaris one-piece snowsuit that was being sold on Kijiji from an old fella named Ken in Winnipeg. So after some back and forth via, I don't know what it was, the Kijiji messaging center and emails, He agreed to ship it, pay on delivery through Canada Post. (laughs) So I picked it up while I was still in the lower mainland in Pitt Meadows. I was so excited for this thing to finally arrive. And now this is, this is becoming real. I'm actually going to be giving this dude a hilarious 1968 bright baby blue and red one piece snowsuit with a hood and a belt. And if you are listening to this on a device that you can actually Google a 1968 one-piece Polaris snowsuit, do it. (laughs) I'm going to see if I can somehow link a link at the bottom of the podcast notes so that you can actually see what it looks like, but it's awesome. My only concern was that when I tried it on, because I found a large, so I ended up getting a large snowsuit thinking, well, he's not a huge dude. He's a bit taller than I am, but I figured a large would be good. And they are so hard to find. I try it on. And it's a little bit tight in the old crotch area. And I'm thinking, well, Jesus, I I don't know how this is actually going to fit him properly, but we'll see. You know, well, maybe our torsos are roughly the same length uh, or he's got shorter legs. I don't know. And so he opened it on Christmas and he was really thrilled with it. He was super excited. He did try it on and sure enough, it was a little bit tight in the old gonads region. 
but he's stoked about it. I'm actually currently looking at it. It's hung up in the living room right now for all to see. And I'm hoping that it'll get out for a ride or two, but I think more than anything, he's just happy to have another piece of vintage kit for his collection. So yay, that was a huge success. And it was funny enough that via our Instagram stories for the holidays, people were seeing the GT prep for the GT snow race that we had on New Year's. And then a couple of people had reached out and they were like, yo, is that what he's getting for Christmas? Is, or does this have anything to do with this Christmas gift or this Christmas surprise? Well, in fact, no, it didn't. But they were awesome. We, well, I was the support crew. Let's get real. Riley took the frames from old GT snow racers, the old Nomas that we used to rip around on down the hills as kids, took two of the frames from these and then had, because he works for the school district here, there were old pieces of plastic, like really thick, hardcore, heavy-duty plastic from an old piece of playground equipment that they had taken down. And then he used a table saw to create skis, including front skis and then the side skis for these things. And then I don't know how he machined the bottom in some way. It was just incredible what he was actually able to do with these so that there were little blue strips along the bottom and then, you know... I don't know what it was, a half an inch or three quarters of an inch between these blue strips was raised a little bit more. So it actually dug further into the plastic, which was yellow because the middle of the plastic pieces were yellow and the exterior parts of it were blue. So when you dig into a little bit with a saw, it now looks like striped blue and yellow custom skis, which was awesome. And then we went to town with this, the spray paint and Riley ended up finishing them up with some stickers on the backs of the seats mine said holy smokes and his said shred it from his sticker box of course he's got sticker boxes from a variety of things that he's paid for or bought over the years and he has this collection of <laughs> of stickers so he dug through those and he found these two perfect ones and then cut them to fit where the noma the noma logo would have been at the back of these seats these things were so fun and so fast so that's what we ended up doing for new year's but we'll get back to that i wanted to rewind a little bit because i got excited uh, back to Christmas. Christmas was awesome. It was obviously difficult, you know, for both of us being away from our families. It's it's a tough time to be away from your families, but um, I'm going to be heading back to Ontario shortly. So it was nice for me just to chill and unwind and relax and have a super cruisy Christmas day here with Riley and Shauna, the dog, who's 13. She's a mini beagle. She's hilarious. And we have this gorgeous Christmas tree which is still up. I'm emotionally attached to this thing now. I don't know how I feel about taking it down and not having it in this living room anymore, to be honest. I don't know what the rules are about taking Christmas trees down, but mm, I'm pretty keen on keeping it up as long as I can. Uh, Riley got me something super, super thoughtful for Christmas. We both use these Yeti tumblers. I've had mine for a few years and I gifted him one for his birthday back in June. And then he always jokes that I, because I love this mug so much and because it keeps things so hot, I use my Yeti Tumblr travel mug in the house. Why not? So he ended up getting me one of the ones that's a little bit bigger around and it has a handle on it and you can put the lid on it as well. So he got me a black one and then he got it engraved, but it was so funny because it was one of the last gifts he kind of handed me and I was stoked that I got another Yeti. He was like, oh, this is awesome. So I'm holding it. I'm right-handed. So I'm holding the handle in my right hand and I was like, oh, this is so nice. Thank you so much. And I set it down on the table. He's like, you got to open it. So sure enough, I peek inside and I peel the lid off and there's the Yeti care constructions and a sticker that says built for the wild or something else. 
So I'm looking through that. I'm like, that's oh, really cool. You're like, no, you have to keep keep looking at it. So I'm thinking, okay, whatever. There's this cardboard label cover thing around the edges that says, or that's actually wrapped around it. And it talks about what Yeti is or the Yeti hot cold method, blah, blah, blah. And then I noticed that it's actually taped. So I took the tape off and I was like, okay, that's great. Thanks. You know, I kind of looked inside the label and I set it back down. So he reaches over my arm and he goes, you have to actually look at it. And he spinned the whole mug around. And on the other side of it, it says the Safe Haven podcast. So he had it engraved while he was back in Ontario to say the Safe Haven podcast. And he'd even thought enough about it that if I'm holding it with my right hand that everyone else can see it. I thought that was so thoughtful. So I'm really, really stoked about that. This guy spoiled me. I think we both had a very, very enjoyable day, very thoughtful gifts. And we also nailed the turkey. We nailed the turkey at Thanksgiving. We nailed the Christmas turkey again. We ate it for the consecutive four days after Christmas because that's what you do with leftovers. And when you cook an 11 pound turkey for two people, they have a few leftovers, which was delicious. The days that we had here afterwards actually were super chill too because Riley works a lot and he's currently renovating this entire house really, but he's got some huge rentals going at the end of the house where the laundry room and the master bedroom ensuite and walk-in closet are going. And he's busy and he works long, hard days. So being at home, chill, watching TV, playing puzzles was definitely on the cards. We ended up getting a thousand piece puzzle that had a picture of Santa on it. Santa in his workshop. It was a Cobble Hill puzzle. If you have never done a Cobble Hill puzzle, they are great quality, by the way. Very good quality puzzle. And it was a thousand pieces and we did it. We did such a good job. We had such a great time doing it. It was actually quite challenging. A very, very detailed picture or image or whatever of Santa in his workshop. There was a train in the background and a variety of little things that he was making in the front. And then we actually did another thousand piece puzzle. It was a whole bunch of fish. Another thousand piece puzzle of uh, all the fish in North America, or not probably all the fish, noteworthy fish uh, in North America. And that was also a fabulous way to spend a few hours. And then you know how else we spent a few hours? Watching Mandalorian. You guys, if you don't have Disney Plus, and haven't watched Mandalorian, either steal someone's password and login details and do so, or get an account, try it out. It is so worth it. Obviously, I have told you before that I promised Riley that I would watch all of the Star Wars episodes like a true Star Wars fan would, episodes four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, and eight, in preparation for nine that has come out that we still have not seen yet, but are definitely gunning for. But Mandalorian is so good. It is so good. And again, I didn't think that Star Wars was going to be my thing. And I really, as much as there's a connection, I guess, with the Star Wars thing to this Mandalorian, oh my gosh, and Baby Yoda. Guys, if you have not seen Baby Yoda, just even Google him. He is super cute. Uh, and I really feel bad in Mandalorian that everyone's just trying to get him. He's just such a precious little delicate sweet baby. And everyone wants him, which obviously, I mean, I'd be gunning for Baby Yoda too. I think he's super cute and I'd want one too. Bottom line is check it out. I really think even if you're not a Star Wars fan and you just, and you know nothing about Star Wars and you just start watching Mandalorian, it's 
great. And there's enough kind of humor in it that, I mean, even uh, the last chapter, they're in chapters. So chapter eight is what we watched last night. And there's these two stormtroopers that are talking about baby Yoda or the kid or the child, whatever they call them in the, in the show. And they're funny. So it's, it's serious. It's so action packed, but it's got humor laced through the entire series. So as you can tell, it comes highly recommended by me, Mandalorian. If you're interested, check it out. Okay, back to this GT prep that was leading us up and gearing us up for the New Year's Eve GT race out in a place called Beaton. Beaton's a very, very small community. There's some off-grid cabins, generator-run places. It's actually where we were out for the Civic Long Weekend when we went out with a crew of people. They were sea doing. We had the sea do boat out. We were wake skating, water skiing, wakeboarding, swimming. We had a great, great long weekend. So anyways, that's where we were. But this was obviously a completely different experience based on time of year and the choice of activities that we were going to be participating in. So the boys brought out two vintage sleds. Then we had, we were supposed to have between 10 and 12 people that were actually coming out for the race. We ended up having four that stayed at the cabin and another three that came from another cabin, another, another couple and then another two people actually, and a variety of dogs that were running around the property. And Jay, who was the host, this is Riley's best, best friend. These two are each other's sidekick, best dude. They're actually quite cute together. <laughs> so it was Jay who was hosting this GT race, and he had put so much prep into this hill, shoveling, going up and down the hill with the snowmobile, trying to pack it down, creating berms and jumps with his shovel, packing it down. This GT run was incredible. And we'd actually gone out the weekend prior just to hang out and help him with these berms and jumps and, and have a few goes down the hill on it for sure. Set up the bonfire area, just really start to get excited about this. Then go figure on the 31st in the morning, we were in a weather warning or a weather statement talking about snowfall, potential avalanches, these kinds of things. But we didn't really realize just how bad it was. Riley and I had a pretty cruisy morning, had some mimosas, chilled out. We had, went out for breakfast. We packed for the night, only thinking it was going to be the one night. So minimal is when I talked about minimal clean clothing. We were only planning on spending the night. So the incredible neighbor that we've got here named Danette, she was gung-ho on helping us out with the dog, which was nice pack up, away we go. We were in Beaton shortly after three in the afternoon. And I'd kind of said, well, you know, if there's only gonna, if there, at that point, there was supposed to be 10 to 12 of us going out there and spending the night in this tiny little cabin that has minimal area to sleep. So it would have been quite, quite a tight little sleeping quarters area that we would have just been basically crashing on the floor free for all. And Riley and I had kind of looked at each other prior and just said, nah, you know, maybe we should try and get home. And then Riley said, no, you know, it's New Year's. You know, let's just let loose, relax, get out there, have a good time. I don't want you to have to worry about driving home, whatever. So I had taken a few drinks out and Riley had taken a few drinks out and I, and I wanted him to just go out and really enjoy himself with the vintage sleds and with the GTs and with his best friend and all of us together. And as we're leaving, 
there is so much snow. These snowflakes are the size of toonies falling from the sky and they are wet, heavy snow and it is accumulating fast. So Riley loads up, we're good to go. We get groceries away, we're heading out of town and the roads are awful. And Danette had actually said to us, don't worry about coming back, you guys. By the time you're ready to come back at 12.31 o'clock, the roads are gonna be awful, just stay. And again, I'm still thinking, no, 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 it's okay. You know, I'll have a couple, we'll ring in the new year, we'll pack up and come home. Well, by the time we actually got to Beaton, we kind of looked at each other and said, there's absolutely no way that we're going home because we pretty much slid down the road to the cabin and turning around to come back up it later that night would have been a gong show. So we made the decision to just go for it. We were just going to have a great New Year's and park the truck, leave it there for the night and just enjoy ourselves, planning on spending the night. And we actually had four people immediately back out so that we knew that it wasn't going to be as cramped in the cabin right off the hop. It's still accumulating. The snow is still just dumping down. And as the night progresses, we've got the bonfire going. We've had a few runs down the hill. We are laughing our guts out. We've had a couple drinks. Just really, really enjoying ourselves. Then we find out that Jay's brother and his girlfriend were on their way. And in this region, there's very, very minimal reception. There's a lot of the times where you're driving or hanging out in this area where it'll say no service. You have, you've got nothing unless you have Wi-Fi. which funny enough, actually at the cabin, there is a Wi-Fi signal. I don't even know how it works down there, but if you're in the cabin or within that property area, you do have access to Wi-Fi, which kind of helps you feel connected. You can actually check the road updates and which is what we had to do. But by the time they had left and were on their way to Beaton from Revelstoke, they get to the ferry, they take the half hour ferry across, they drive, they hang a hard left to head towards Beaton, Trout Lake area, and the av gates are down or the avalanche gates are down. There had been some avalanche warnings and such heavy accumulation of snow that it was now a hazard. So that entire road, which basically locked us into Beaton, was closed. And so we found this out at, I don't know, 8.30, 9 o'clock-ish, because that's when they were on their way across and had to turn around and go all the way back, a half hour ferry, another hour into Revelstoke, poor buggers. But then that kind of had us thinking, well, oh my gosh. And it still, you guys, I, it honestly snowed like two feet in two days. And it was heavy snow. Really, really heavy, wet snow, which actually was partially disappointing because then we couldn't go as fast on our GTs, but we still had so much fun. I think the hardest I have laughed in a very long time was when we all decided to go two people per GT. So Riley and I rode together. There were a couple other couples that were there that rode together on the same GT. And then there was Jay and his buddy Corey that went down as a couple on theirs. <laughs> and we were, it's hardcore, obviously you've got to win. And as you're barreling down this hill together, you're laughing, you're trying to push each other off. And we finally got down to the bottom. Riley and I were basically, well, we rammed into the first place people, fell off of ours, got back on. I think we had a pretty solid second place in that. But I laughed so hard. My face hurt. I could hardly catch my breath. We, it was just real belly laughter all night long that may or may not have turned into trying to bobsled an 11-foot tin boat down the hill. I was not in it, but I was definitely witnessing it. Uh, paddling with snow shovels. Guys, it was awesome. We had a blast. And really, come to think of it, the night was still young when we rang in midnight and said Happy New Year and, you know, passed around a big bottle of spumante as we were out there hanging out, enjoying the bonfire and whoever was racing down the hill on GTs. 
because we ended up staying up until 4 a.m. I could not tell you the last time I saw 4 a.m. either. So that was interesting. Playing a variety of games, including code names. We also played a game that is on the Xbox. I don't even have an Xbox, so this was new to me. But it's on the Xbox and it's called Jackbox.tv. And then you can actually use your phones. It's almost, there was a few of them on there that we did one called Quiplash. And Quiplash is something it is to your device that you're holding. You get a question, you write your answer in, and then someone else playing with you will do the same thing. And I think it would work best if there's four or more people. And then your answers come up on the TV screen and then you can actually vote using your device. And so we were joking all weekend that if, Someone walked in and they saw all of us sitting there on our devices. They'd be like, what a bunch of millennial losers. But in fact, we were actually playing these hilarious interactive games with one another. And we were howling, laughing. There were some pretty awesome answers that, that we had come up with that I think will be some one-liner jokes for, for a long time. <laughs> so that was, that was jackbox.tv. Played that. And then eventually, yeah, we called it a night around four. Got up the next day, we checked the roads, so now it's New Year's Day, and the roads are still closed. And they're basically giving us the update that we are locked in for the day. There had, in fact, been an avalanche, just a small one, but it had the road completely covered, and they hadn't plowed that road, it hadn't been maintained at all, there wasn't even single lane traffic, and that the next update would be the next morning, January 2nd at 10 a.m. And we kind of thought, well, okay, so we need some essentials. So we'd actually gone into a place called Trout Lake, which was about 20 minutes away from Beaton, just up the other way. So not on Highway 31A, the portion that was closed between Beaton and the cusp. It was, we were able to actually make it, which was great. We saw four moose. Oh my gosh, I just remembered. As we were driving out, because there is so much snow up in the Alpine, these big, massive, beautiful creatures had to come down the hill and use the roads to get around. So we saw four gigantic moose all just walking along the side of the road. Well, we saw, I think, two on the way there and then two on the way back. It was incredible. And obviously, you don't want to spook them, but you can tell that they're just exhausted because when they eventually, so we'd kind of keep our distance and we keep the low beams on and we're not trying to chase them or speed up or anything. We'd kind of lag back and they'd kind of keep a, a trot, nothing more than a bit of a trot gait. And then when they'd eventually just decide to take off or find a lower area of snow depth where it was, you know, a driveway or something that had been plowed out, they would jump into the snow and it would go right up to their chest. Those poor buggers would have been so, so exhausted for sure. Okay, so Trout Lake came back, spent another late night up, more games. Actually, so the three that had been, three friends of ours that had been there for New Year's, came back. We ended up playing a really fun dice game called Farkle, which had us just howling as well. Played more of the Jackbox TV, the Quiplash game. That was great. And we're basically waiting for updates at that point. Spent the other night, the updates from 10 postponed to 10.30. 10.30 posted until 11.30. 11 pushed it back until 1.30. Then it was single lane traffic. And then we thought, okay, well, this is great. We started to help Jay tidy up. And by the time we were actually ready to leave to head home, on the second in the afternoon, so yesterday, in fact, the both lanes were open, the highway was clear, and we were good to go. That just reminded me of on the first, on, on New Year's Day, actually, because it was only the four of us that had spent the night uh, with everyone that had backed out. There only were the four of us. So we had Jay, and then there was Josh, who's actually Jaybird, Riley and I. And then Jay and Jaybird had actually brought out their mountain sleds and wanted to go for a ride or that was their plan to go for a New Year's Day ride. And that was fine by Riley and I because obviously we weren't going anywhere anyway. 
And as they were gone, they just said, yeah, we'll be gone for a few hours. So Riley and I just went for a wander around, tidied up a little bit, had a snack and just went, walked up the hill, brought the GT down. And then we both joked about how good the packing snow was. Like, this is great. And I said, you want to build a snowman? And when he said yes, I thought, okay, well, obviously we're building a snowman. We built an eight foot, maybe eight and a half feet tall snowman. And it was great because the hill was so steep that we used the gravity. We made these balls or these baseballs that we started rolling down the hill and packing as we were rolling them. And then the gravity helped us roll these gigantic balls down the hill. And then the one that we had as the base, we both, well, we both had to use our big muscles to push this gigantic snowball up and over the berm towards the cabin. And we decided that while the guys were gone, we were going to build this gigantic snowman by the door of the cabin as an entryway type snow human. So we put this big ball at the base. It took both of us and everything that we had to push it up over the berm hill, place him, pack him in, pack it around. Then we did the medium or the middle ball. And same sort of thing. We had to use our proper, correct lifting techniques, legs and straight back. And we squat lifted him up and rolled him up into the middle, packed it in, smoothed it out. And then Riley got a ladder and made the head, which was also gigantic, and placed the head on top. Then we decorated him. I actually put coal from the fire the night before in as his, as his eyeballs. Riley whittled a stick for his nose. We found a curved twig and put that in for his mouth. We got these two big sticks, stuck a can of Coors Banquet into his hand, or his little twig hands, into his little hands. And then we put shale pieces for his buttons and a toque on his head. He looked amazing. Snapped a few photos, and then when the guys came back, they were just blown away. They thought it was hilarious. It is hilarious. And the good news is, is Jay sent me a picture this morning. He is, in fact, still standing and has been named Billy Beaton. So Billy Beaton, the eight-and-a-half-foot snowman, is still alive. But on the evening of the first, actually, it had warmed up enough, and obviously because this thing was so gigantic, he started to lean. So one of the guys opened the front door. I think he was going to take a leak. And opened the door and Billy had definitely started to lean inwards. He was trying to come in the front door. So we all kind of went out before we went to bed and teamwork pushed him back up so that he was straight up vertical and reinforced the base of him. So I'm really hoping that he can make it another couple weeks for sure. That would be really great. I'd like to see Billy beaten again. All right, last but definitely not the least, I am curious on knowing what some people's New Year's resolutions are and what your feelings are on New Year's resolutions. Because I always ask, what are your goals? What are your resolutions? What are you doing? What are you planning? And I love the feedback that I get because I'm a very goal-oriented person. However, I don't necessarily take New Year's as a time to set a goal. Although I can totally understand how the first in a brand new year, especially 2020, guys, what a cool year, how that is a really great new beginning. That's a really cool new start. So maybe just being more consciously aware of what your goals are or what your intentions are, what you're hoping to change or strive for or yeah. And it could be in any area of your life. Anyway, so the other day we had gone out for dinner and our server was the sweetest. Hopefully he's going to be a guest on the podcast actually. Uh, her name's Taylee and she works at one of the, the bars here, the restaurants. Awesome. Uh, and I had asked her, you know, I just said, so what are your goals? And I love how she said, you know what? I don't really set goals just based on the first or a Monday or for New Year's. I, you know, I have goals and I set out to attain them and they change as I change or, you know, they develop as, as things change for me. 
but I just have a really hard time setting an actual time frame or a limit within my resolutions and my goals. I'd rather just set them as I go. And I thought, you know what? That's very much like me. Good for you. I really can appreciate that. I really have so much respect for that. But then I started asking my family and my gosh, even my family has such beautiful resolutions and goals that it got me thinking about, well, what, what can I bring more of an awareness to in 2020? And I have spent so much time over the last year and a half just working on communication and communicating my most authentic way communicating who I am through my issues, through my problems, through my struggles, through my highs and my lows, my lights and my darks, but also just being so true to myself with my word, being impeccable with my word, trying not to assume that's very much coming from the four agreements. I want to read more, but I always want to read more. Let's get real. And yeah, just keep keep getting better. I just always want to grow. I always want to learn. I'm definitely a lifelong learner. So making sure that I am being true to myself through word and through action. And people have been so sweet even just replying to the giveaway contest that unfortunately has not been um, as announced as it could have been based on the fact that I was stuck in the mountains. So we might have to do another giveaway coming up. But today is in fact the last day if you are hearing this and it is the 3rd of January and it is before midnight going on to the 4th of January and you can get your entries in. Go to the Safe Haven podcast on Instagram and enter to win $50 worth of Wheelow Probiotics products, which is awesome. A deck of I Am Affirmation cards, the Femme version from Love Powered Co. And also a 28-day tea talks from New Moon Tea Co. If you have any interest in that, hop on over to Instagram, the Safe Haven Podcast, follow the entry details that are listed there, and you're good to go. I think that just about wraps things up for this week's TGIT. I'm again, I'm sorry that it's a day late. It was I had full intentions of having it out, well, two days ago, really. But here we are. It is what it is, making the best of being stuck in the mountains, which was actually great. I really loved it. I really liked it. I think if anything, I would have been more prepared with some extra clean clothes, dry clothes for sure, considering we were in the snow for the majority of that time out there, and a book. I didn't realize how much I just would have loved having a book out there with me or something to write. Hmm. So now I know. Next time, heading out to Beaton, definitely bring a book, bring something to write, and embrace it. I appreciate you listening so much. I hope that 2020 and the rest of January is everything that you hope that it can be. I hope that you continue chasing your goals and being your best self, being the most truthful you can be to yourself first. Thanks again for listening. Please make sure that you subscribe. You can rate, review these episodes. Make sure that you never miss a beat. And if in fact you're interested in supporting the podcast in more ways than just listening, if you go to the safehavenpodcast.podbean.com, look up at the top right, there's a cute little green button there that says become a patron. And then this is where you can donate as little or as much as you like. There's no obligation to do this. It's just another way that you can help make sure that the podcast continues, that the equipment is covered while I chase these incredible stories. Telling your friends really helps the podcast grow as well. And I really appreciate the time that you guys spend listening to these stories and messages. Even just listening to me ramble on about my days. It's great. Thank you so much. Follow along on Instagram at the Safe Haven Podcast for the latest updates. And I will talk to you next week.